You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. up and wager welcome into the show big show today the mlb season concludes we'll recap the season a little bit together tom and ricky were your hosts as always steadypicks.com completely free to sign up you're doing yourself a, a massive disservice if you're not signed up best bets from all of our hosts myself and ricky included donnie of course big john Sean Brady's UFC picks. And of course, the Steady Pick system plays. So sign up today to get access to all of that. It's completely free for all access to everything we have to offer. While you're there, if you need a new sports book, BetMGM, special offer $1,000 risk free bet if you sign up through Steady Picks. You go to the sports books, offers, tab on the website on the homepage and get yourself signed up take a look see what you like bet mgm a thousand dollar risk-free bet bet rivers 250 dollars deposit match one-time playthrough on that which is huge you don't find that pretty much anywhere else so sportsbooks offers on the homepage steadypicks.com if you have a gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER is the number there ricky good morning tom good morning did you watch the world series game last night i did watch a little bit of the game and i wish i could give you a little applause sound effect here tom for not only your call last night on the braves but just how well you've really called this entire series tom you you hit it right right out of the gate with the braves and Oh, they got man. it done for you, my man. We're going to find the one we're looking for. Oh, boy. <laughs> hit hit every button is. until we get it. There it is. You hear that, Tom? You hear them <laughs> clapping for you? That's you. That's you. <laughs> Took a couple of tries. Pushed every other button I got. <laughs> um. Yeah. Great season. Great season. Uh, felt so confident. In the plays this year, um, which you know doesn't always happen, even when you have a good season. So, just so thrilled, especially to finish it the way that we did. We had the Braves in three of their winning games. Um, so just a fantastic, fantastic season. Won a couple of these futures here at the end. Braves to win the World Series at plus one twenty. Um, 
for the series to go five or six or seven games. So we won the six games, and then we won Braves in six as well. Tom, did you get the bonus? So for those who don't know, the listeners, the 30 mark, that's a big number for the Steady Picks guys. That's a uh, that's a bonus number if you can get above that. Did I want to add this up, Tom. Let's do a little math. Let's do a little math. So, and I don't even know. I mean, I gave out the plays. I don't know if they were ever posted, the six and seven game winners. So I guess we're counting, we're including those into this. I'm going to your page. Let's see where they currently have you right now. So, so you're at 26.6 units before last night. So let's, let's take it from here. You, you had the Braves posted for the World Series and for last night. So we know those two are counted. So what's that, like plus 1.1 from last night? Yep, 1.1 from uh, the game itself, game six. 27.7. And then and what then was your World Series ticket? We 1. had 3? them to win the World Series at uh, plus 120. Okay. So that's another so 1.2. That, so that would give you 28.9. Then we had a winning ticket on Braves to win 4-2 at plus 550. I put a quarter unit on that. So that was another plus 1.1. So these ones, I might have screwed you because I know you gave these out on the show. And if this costs you a bonus, I'm really sorry, Tom. But paying it. you gave these out on the initial episode we did before game one of the World Series. I sent in most of the plays, like the Braves to win the World Series. I don't know if I got these in. I'm going to be totally honest, Tom. Well, we're going we're, we're to count them because this show is the platform for my best bets, my thoughts, what I actually play. And I think that that's... You know, that's fair. Agreed. And I'll put the the Spotify link in as usual. Braves to win 4-2 is plus 1.1. The Braves to win, or just the game, the series to go six games, I put a half a unit on it, plus 200. So that's another unit gained. And then I lose 0.7 units from my bets on the series to go seven games and the Braves to win in seven. So I've got you at 30.8 on my math. If I did this correct, (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a math guy. Keep in mind, Tom. Oh man. You're you're a math guy. I should have, I thought I trusted you to to add these up. I wasn't looking. I think I got it. I think I got it here. I'll, I'll send it over to you. Um, I think we did too. And Ricky, here's the thing. The most important thing about all of this is that, again, your record is not indicative of how you've done that season, especially in the MLB. Any of the money line sports, it's not about it's not about uh, your record and your percentage. So we're going to end the season about 52.3%. Maybe 
52.5. Just slightly better, but it's, you know, we have a lot of big sample size. Maybe 53%. Which, if you remember, is hardly above the break-even number if you were betting the NFL or any spread-based, you know, where most of the odds are minus 110. You barely broke even. But because it's baseball... And because you know we pick a lot of dogs, this is kind of what happens. So when you pick dogs at even a slightly winning rate at 53%, just over 500, good things happen. Yeah, I I would love to know your, like, I, I don't know if you have it, but I know, like, heading into the playoffs, your average play was, like, minus one. 10 or something like that 108 considering your dogs and your fate like you really were damn near even on when you weighed everything out the last time we looked so you know i found that to be pretty wild too i was looking uh like maybe two weeks ago and i think where we finished the season definitely in plus money on our average odds i gotta imagine yeah we finished plus it was about plus 110 at that point. It might have even been a little higher. And we took nothing but dogs the whole way through the series. You went 6-0 and in your two-unit plays throughout the season. Only, only upped your unit twice. And that's the other thing that people have to remember about not just even you, but nobody on our staff is betting in this ridiculous fashion where it's like a 50-unit play, 30-unit play. 10 unit play like most of us are essentially flat unit wagering meaning we're going one unit or maybe a little less or a little more but you know to hit that it just shows consistency tom it just shows sticking to the script and the system worked out for you exactly how you said it would before the season by picking dogs you you called this to a t i tip my hat my man i appreciate that and we'll take it even a step back or a step forward um, when we talk about units for these things. I think there's a lot of listeners to us that, that maybe don't understand the concept of a unit and maybe get a little bit lost in that, but I think it's a good opportunity today to kind of sit and focus on that for just a few minutes because if you want to take sports betting even the slightest bit serious, you have to use a unit system and use a bankroll management system for your, your plays. Like you have to. Yep. And so when we talk about, let's go one Oh one Tom with units, let's, let's really break it down. Yeah. So when we talk about a unit, it's really the ultimate measuring stick for everybody. So Ricky and I and Joe Schmo from over there, and Stu Finer <laughs> can all talk about the same thing with the same confidence level. So if we all are betting a unit, one unit, on the same thing, the amount of money will vary. His might be 100, mine might be 50, his might be 1,000. So the, the actual dollar amount will change. But ultimately, it's for a unit, which, again, is at most 3% of your total bankroll. 
So to, to branch off of that for a second, let's say you have a $10,000 bankroll, just to use an even round number here. Your average unit size would be 100 to to three hundred dollars. If you go in three percent, it'd be three hundred. Some people would even stretch it, Tom, and say maybe five percent at the max, which is abs- which I be- think is absurd. Five percent is absurd. If you play five percent of your bankroll, you're just asking to get to get bankrupt on one of these big days where you have lots of action. Exactly. But what I'm getting at with that is, if you're betting, in order to be betting a hundred to let's say three hundred dollars a game. You should really have a $10,000 bankroll. Exactly. Which not a lot of people have. Which I think is right. always so interesting when you see people betting, you know, 50, 100, whatever on a game. And they might only have $300 in their account and they just put over half of it out on one play. Like you will never, ever be, be, profitable doing it that way and even backing up a step tom into bankroll so for your bankroll think about that as the amount of money that you're willing to lose gambling on sports that's what you're putting in there you know you always assume that it's potentially not coming back and what's really interesting to me about bankrolls is and this is even touches a little bit with unit shaming and, and stuff and why you should never really worry about what anyone's betting, the dollar amount other than yourself. Tom, I know people who are multimillionaires that won't bet more than $25 on a sports game. It makes them sick to lose $25 on a sports mm-hmm. game. I also know people who are pretty much broke. You know, they're, they're not very... You know, they don't have a stable financial situation, yet they're betting $1,000 a game. You know, I'm not I'm not there like parent. I'm not going to tell people what to do. If you want to do that, do it. Just know you're headed towards broke land. And it's a fact. It's not it's not even just my opinion. It's a fact. You're headed there. Ultimately, you have to play the three. You got to do the three percent. And I I tell people this all the time because we get a lot of questions about this and, and people ask me. Tom, I have, I'm going to put $200 in my account. Like, what should I be betting on each game? He goes, well, do you want the truth? Yeah, yeah, of course I want the truth. You should be betting $6 a game. And they say, $6? (laughs) Like, six bucks. You kid on each game. Are you kidding me? He said, yeah. Because in order for you to lose your bankroll, you would have to lose 34 games in a row. 34 bets if you bet one unit. You would have to lose 34 straight bets. That's why we practice the bankroll right there for that simple fact is you will, it will take a miracle. If you can lose 34 bets in a row, please call me. (laughs) Because that's... Don't get me wrong. One, one thing too, Tom, like obviously this is advice if you're trying to actually, you know, make some money here over the, the long term, but there's nothing wrong with depositing 500 bucks in the account and firing with the boys on a weekend, a hundred bucks on the games. But you just have to know that 
that's reckless and it's for fun and you're probably going to lose. And, you know, we're talking if you're really trying to win here and, and not sustain even, your money. I wouldn't even say if you're really trying to win. I would say if you're really trying to play games a few times a week or every day, like if you're trying to have action every day, you can't do that $100 thing. Like you have to have some sort of structure to what you're putting on each game if you're going to play every day. Whether you take it seriously, like you want to win, like you want to be profitable or you're doing it for fun, you have to have like a bit of structure around it. Absolutely. Um, All about structure, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's more strategy in that way than people realize with with betting. It, like, it really is. So, Gambling I'm, problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> that's right. Perfect time to throw that in. That's right. And the other thing I'll touch on while we're kind of doing this is when you have, you know, a bankroll on one sports book, you should really break that up into a little bit on several sports books. So ideally, you want to have, you know, maybe 10 units in each book that you have, right? Like, well, however many, you know, if you have in this example and you have 33.3 bets that you can possibly lose, you want to break those up into a couple different sports books, right? Because you want to be able to have the best access to the best lines for whatever you're trying to get. So if you always just keep a little bit, you know, 20% of your total bankroll in each place, you're going to be a lot more successful that way too and be able to shop the lines a little better and just leave them in the account. Even if you don't use your FanDuel account for two weeks, just leave it there because you'll never know when you look for something and they got the best line. And just like we do on this show, we jump over, oh boy, the best line's here. Boom, boom, sign in. Take the line that you want. Oh, Tom, I had somebody help me with like, I'm not, I'm not a big technology guy, but you know how you can create like little folders on your phone and have everything all in one spot. Oh yeah. Like for your betting. So somebody helped me create a little betting folder. They saw it was a uh, much needed for myself. And now, now I got everything in one little folder. I just quickly check through, see the lines it's uh, I recommend it if if anyone out there That's, doesn't have that folder set up. I like that. I like that. I actually just did that as well, not terribly long ago, because I was sick of scrolling through pages trying to find whatever I was looking for. Much needed. So, Ricky, let's jump into the NBA. Uh, and well, before we move on, I should say if you have any questions about any of that kind of stuff. Me personally, it's one of my favorite things to help people figure out. And I know that's like the most corny thing to want to help with, but I truly like the, the, the game strategy game theory on this stuff is what fascinates me more than anything, more than making the models, more than looking at the lines, trying to find value. I love discussing I the game Tom. theory. Yeah, go ahead. I got one more thing for you with units. So for me, I don't know if this is right or wrong or what, but I have varying unit sizes depending on the sport. For example, my MLB unit 
is a fifth of the size of my NFL unit. What are your thoughts on that? Just like varying units across sports. Like, you know, my my NBA one is X. My NFL one is X. Are you like that? Or are you, do you have a, a straight flat unit across the board? Well, two trains of thought there. One is if you're betting less than a unit, less than that 3% or 2%, whatever you prefer, if you're betting a fifth of that or a fourth of that, is it even worth your time to handicap that game and to play in that market if you're at this point under a percent of your bankroll? Probably not. It's probably not worth your time. Go focus on the NFL if that's what you're good at. Like, don't have action on every sport just to have action on every sport. Like, if, if there's something you're not particularly good at and you're not that confident in, why bet a uh, three ten seven tenths of a unit on a sport that you don't know enough about to be confident enough to play a full unit? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I I view it a little differently, but I, I get what you mean. If, if it's a confidence level thing, which I guess it is to a degree, but I think I just really ultimately have, like for me, I have different bankrolls for different sports. So like my NFL bankroll is my NFL bankroll, and it's just exclusively for the NFL. You know, so everything else is kind of separated, and that's where I like – having different books and having my money spread out and things like that. But yeah, Tom, I don't know. I wonder how many people do that aside from myself. I wonder if I'm an outlier here. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, probably not because people always bet the NFL the, the biggest, whether they should or not. But people tend to, to bet that the biggest where like an NBA game, you know, they might do a little bit less, but Back to, you know, my theory on the whole thing is that a unit is a unit for a reason. And I think you should just play one unit all the time. Very rare occasion you do two unit or whatever, or a half a unit is okay. But if you're not confident enough to play it as a unit or even a half a unit, you probably shouldn't be playing it. Right. Like I know that sounds, right, right. but like if you, if you really don't know enough about this particular whatever event, then there's really no reason to play it. If you're not confident enough to play it for 3% or one and a half percent, if you're doing a half a unit. Very true, Tom. That's a good outlook on it. But uh, no, good question. I, I like that. That's an interesting concept but i like that um so that's the mlb season wrapped up just cracked 30 units uh fantastic really happy about that glad we could uh most of that or pretty much all of this was on this show uh so if you were along for the ride you captured uh most of that if not all gotta love it you came through for us, Tom. You did well, my man. I We're appreciate proud of that. you. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, I hear you have an NBA play for us, Ricky. I do, Tom. And speaking of units, I want a little uh, two-unit play on this guy right here. Wow. Believe it or not. 
The play is in the Philadelphia Sixers game, Tom. Our hometown Sixers. The Bulls coming into town. Now, I know these Bulls are good. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not uh, discrediting this Bulls team. But they've been... I'm actually curious real quick. Have they covered every single game so far? The Bulls? Yeah. Do you happen uh, to have looks that? Looks like they did not cover against the Knicks on... Oh, one game. Last yep, week. they yep. lost yep. outright. Okay. I just think the, the two things here. The chemistry of the Bulls is still coming together. You got to remember this team's been playing two weeks now. There's there's still ways to go in terms of gelling. The Sixers are still one of the best home teams in basketball over the last two to three years. I don't see anything that says like Embiid or anyone's going to be out. Tobias is going to be out. Tobias? I don't even know if that means much. So... That is that is news though. I didn't know that truthfully. Yeah, he's hundred percent. Uh, yeah, he's in in uh, COVID protocol. Guys, make sure wherever you look at your injuries stuff online is accurate too, because I'm looking at this game somewhere and and he's not even listed on the injury report yet. I locked in two units, so I'm I already placed the bet. I'm in on it. I have the Sixers minus one and a half, Tom. Um. I think they get this done even without Tobias, truthfully, but that kind of sucks that I'm I'm hearing that now. Well, I I still like it. I still do like it. Tobias hasn't really been. I mean, he's been a little irrelevant anyway, <laughs> up to this point. Honestly, yeah, you don't know what you're getting with him. And but. I think it's a just a good lesson. Like that's why the NBA is so difficult and something I don't even like to play much anymore because these injuries are just unbelievable. And even when you look at the injuries, you don't know where you, what you can trust and where you can trust it. You know, this, that's one the of injury the reports. Tom, having a reliable, like whatever, if we can figure out what the most reliable injury resource is, I don't even care what it costs to subscribe to it or get it, you, you need a fucking reliable source because even last night, I know uh, in one of the games, I think maybe in the steady picks play, there was a guy, I think it was maybe Bam who was up in the air and, you know, mixed reports and you got to know who's in and out in these games, especially key players. So if anybody out there has a great injury resource, fire it over. I'll give you the best one of all time. Get on the old Twitter machine. Twitter, okay. That is where most people go to kind of gather this information. Because if you can find, you know, every every team has those beat writers that are always at practice. They're close to the team. They're they're you know they're reporting stuff that the local. Like if you listen to to Philadelphia sports talk and they're talking about the Sixers, they're going to know every minute detail of. Who's in, who's out, who's looking good, who's looking bad, who's not practicing well, blah, 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 blah. All the inside stuff. If you get down to that level with different teams that you're looking at, you can be pretty successful with what you can read and find out about the different teams. Yeah, 
I like that. I think that's the only way, Tom. But you gotta you gotta have the right beat writer too. So I guess you gotta maybe make a list of the top guy on on each each city. Um, for that's the record as well, I'm just looking at my ticket. I'm I'm minus one at 109 at Bet Rivers. So it's not one and a half. It's one, two units. I still like Bet it. Rivers. I do still like it. Yeah, it looks like all yeah, the other we'll one and a halves are literally flashing away to ones right now. There were a couple Draft ones, Kings couple has one a couple one, I think. Yep. Yeah. So they're all so kind of flashing back down. Yep, yep. But, uh, okay, one NBA play for you. I've got nothing in the NBA. I've got nothing uh, anywhere tonight. What we're doing now, Ricky, my strategy moving forward here is now that MLB is done, we're going to take a small break. We're still going to do a little bit of tennis, but we're not going to jump into NBA. We're not going to go towards NHL. We're just going to take a small break for a few days as we you taking up. a victory lap? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a long season. The amount of time right, I hey, spend hey. on on MLB stuff this year was absurd. Yeah, and Tom, I know that too. And for anybody out there, I'm telling you, this man, I would love an hour count on what he even put into before the season <laughs> prior to that 1 and 9 start. We should get one and nine framed above your desk and then the final season results, Tom. One and nine. Yeah, that's <laughs> Mr. One and nine, Mr. 30 units in the same year. I said, oh, <laughs> Gotta no. love it. But my goal, yeah, we're going to just take a few days. College basketball starts on Tuesday, uh, less than a week from today. And Donnie and I have constructed over the last, uh, well, most of the fall, some of the summer, we have constructed the ultimate college basketball model slash tool to kind of help us sort through the many, many, many games that you get in a day. So Donnie and I will be in full swing with college basketball this year, um, a sport that I love very much and truthfully – don't bet all that much. Like last year I was 56 and 50 for 3.5 units. So of all my sports that I, that I kind of play, I do play it more than most, you know, MLB is the big one. Tennis is creeping up there. And then of course it's college basketball, even more so than the NFL really. Um, so I'm excited for college basketball and excited to kind of put this tool to work with some of the other stuff that that I do for college basketball, including those line movements. I'm very excited for that, Tom. We're expecting similar results to baseball in college basketball. Just know that's where the bar is set on you. And Donnie boy coming off a huge season. So you guys, you got expectations. We're going to do our best. We're going to do our best. So Donnie will be on the show probably when college basketball starts. We'll try and get him on the show a little more often uh, to kind of go over these things with us. But definitely Fridays. I think we got him locked in for Fridays moving forward, which is fantastic. 
Uh, Ricky, anything else for today? I feel like we had a little bit of a, a not a, a low key show. We focused on some other things rather than uh, the normal, the normal. Let's call it what stuff. it was, Tom. It was it was the victory lap for you episode, but you earned it. <laughs> you earned it. <laughs> um, no, I got nothing though. I would just say that UFC episode tomorrow, and if you didn't listen to the last one, you fucked up because. We made a lot of money. So listen to this one. Absolutely. And of course, we went one and two in tennis plays yesterday for minus like 1.6 units, unfortunately. Uh, we got, yep. Every time we get them posted up here, we don't just talk about it. But I got two more plays for today. Two matches between two Americans. Four Americans going today. That's where that's the matches. We're focusing on Katrina Scott minus 115. And we've got Danielle Lau at plus 105. Those are the two tennis plays. Nice and simple. One starts at noon, one starts at 115. Let's see if we can get back on track. Love it. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you again so much for a great baseball season. Thanks for listening. Steadypicks.com, completely free. Good luck today. Tom, hit the applaud button one more time for yourself. One more, one more. Good luck today. Let's get some tennis going. (laughs) There we go. Talk to you tomorrow.